Hello, boys. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Funky Baz and Face, episode six. Boys, yeah. fired up for a big episode tonight. Baz, you're on uh, performance review after last week's bit of a dusty episode. No, I'm excited this week, boys. I'm uh, up and about and I'm ready to go. I um, just would like to apologise to my listeners last week. It was a very ordinary performance. Uh, but I am ready to go. I'll actually come into work because everybody is cold. So uh, anybody out there um, that is cold, mharris at climate.com.au. I've got myself a crown lager and and uh, am just uh, ready to go to give some excellent form tonight. G'day, Funky. G'day, Baz. Yeah, it's great to be uh, back on our usual Thursday night time slot after a, a, a very early Saturday uh, special um very early Saturday AM special Baz last week, wasn't it? Face. Caught Baz. Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah, look, he was in poor form and obviously the leadership group, which is um, essentially you and me, yeah. um, had, a, had a good stern talking to and uh, you can hear it in his voice tonight. He's ready to go. He's ready to go. Yep. Big episode tonight. Uh, we've got shit or shine as we normally do. I'm going to talk about rolling and diving in the World Cup. I'm going to go right out there to say it is shit and I'm wanting feedback from you two boys. I'm going to call out two teams to act effectively immediately from the AFL. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't exist. Um, we've got Baz's bake. Baz is going to talk about the all-time Crows team for players who have left the club and something else that uh, he said is controversial, which I'm uh, tentatively awaiting. It's always a concern. It is. It is. Um, Face has got tweet of the week, and uh, looking forward to tweet of the week. I think our our listeners. Look forward to Tweet of the Week. And then, obviously, they're jumping to our social media Twitter handle face to find out what you tweet following the episode. So uh, I think we've got some gold to put on there tonight, which we're going to talk about. Um, boys, listeners, how are we going? We thought this would be like a three to five set of listener a week, and that's pr- pretty much from us and our parents. Uh, this week, we have peaked at 60 listeners this week, which was double our first two weeks. So clearly we are a uh, young up and coming product on the move. Well, that is, that is fantastic. And um, yeah, 60 listeners to hear me just dribble last week, probably is not ideal, but um, hopefully I can give them some gold tonight. I think we had a, a lot of love from our vintage rules games uh, crowd last week, uh, Funky and Baz. So looking forward to a couple of the new listeners that's joined on this week, uh, Funky. Hey, well, we've had uh, some bit of bit of extra Twitter action this week. Uh, number seven draft pick from the '98 AFL draft, Chris Massey, uh, local uh, champion yeah, now in in SA boy, Good had, a, had a bit of um, bit of Twitter uh, communication, I should say, during the week, and um, a blast from the past. Baz and Funk, you'll both know, Colin Griffiths, Robertson Jarman days, chuck ball, big, yeah, big big Cole chuck is his Twitter ball. handle. And uh, he's uh, he's joined our our fellow followers, and um, hopefully tuning in uh, when this goes live to air. Well, I just remember that guy. He had a very long neck. <laughs> Jeezy was a good worker, Funky, wasn't he? Very good worker, and I think you'll find Bazza. He is an upstanding member of the local constabulary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably in the uh, the northern area of uh, Adelaide, so I think he probably he's busy. Salary, <laughs> um, but who would have thought back in the day, good old Chockball, quite an irresponsible person, would be a police 
<laughs> How did he get the name? It came from the comedy company where uh, Colin <laughs> Carpenter talked about his favourite sport being chockball, where you get a wet tennis ball and hit it. Uh, you throw it on someone and hit it back of the head and the sound goes chock. So uh, from then, his name was Colin, so he called him chockball. Um, Very good. We've got some exciting uh, announcements to make over the next few weeks. We are working pretty hard behind the scenes to secure some local legends. We've got about four or five coming up, which we'll just add to our podcast over the few weeks. So our devoted listeners will be treated to just the range of people that we've got. Bazza, you've landed a big fish which well, against everything uh, that we talked about in terms of unearthing the local uh, legend who does it hard and is not recognised, but Baz has gone out and completely demolished that. So what do you got, Baz? I'm going to raise you a couple here because I've just got an absolute legend, a former AFL captain, two-time grand finalist, um, legend of the AFL, legend of the local area, loved by all. He wouldn't have an enemy, um, but I'm going to tease you with uh-huh. that. And uh, we'll have that maybe not next week, maybe the week after, but uh, we've got, uh, yeah, a bit of, Bit of um, bit of good fun, good a bit of times. Might be sad, might be tears, but all in all, it will be a great show. Very good. Uh, in one or two. Very days. good, very good. Um, a few little uh, insights into some other guests that we've got. Um, guys who are doing really well in uh, the local community, plus have raised the bar as well. So I, we do have an AFL player and another AFL player lined up. He's also doing some good work in the community. We've got a five-time local premiership player who's played league footy, grand finalist uh, at SNFL level and has played a lot of uh, amateur level footy as well, has made uh, a lot of comebacks and a lot of retirements and has actually managed to seek out um, five premierships. And another local legend who's actually featured in the local paper today in the Gawler area and there's a connection between him and his son and a connection with sport. So we'll release the names as they come up. But uh, for our listeners, there's some really good stuff to listen to. Boys, I'm going to get straight into my shit or shine. And I'm going to talk about rolling or diving. And in the World Cup, Brazil's Neymar. And I'm going to go with Neymar. The fact that his diving and his rolling is bringing the game into disrepute. It is an absolute joke. The fact that he can hold I'll tell you up. What, tell you what a joke is. I tell you what a joke is, is your pronunciation. <laughs> it's, it's actually Neymar and the Brazilians out there would be going absolutely bunter. I'm sure they listen to this show. They would be going absolutely bunter and probably would have you on their hit list for calling him well, Neymar because it is well, Neymar. Let's get some feedback on that um, because I did five seconds of research before this podcast to see how you do pronounce his name. I did pick up the English uh, pronunciation, so we'll see if our listeners have given me some feedback on that. If they called, if they called uh, Anthony Mudra, <laughs> Mudra, um, his reaction has been ridiculous. When you talk about Alex Rance, who has just been vilified in Australia for what he does, he, this guy here, whatever he's called takes it to a new level. He should be red carded out of the game. The good thing from it, though, is the Twitter sphere and the internet has been broken through giffies, animations, videos, uh, all types of things that have come out. And Face, if you could share to our listeners the uh, multitude of videos that have come up through Neymar's reaction, 
would be very, Neymar. <laughs> very, very. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. Uh, one of my favourites so far is him rolling down the highway over and over and over again past cars and trucks. So, uh, yeah, I've uh, seen that this week and uh, there's some great stuff going around. Mate, I'll tell you what, if, if the England fans, if they're all packed into those, uh, I'm sure you've seen in the hall in the, uh, on the YouTube this week about the, how the England fans celebrate the uh, when their team wins. <laughs> oh, or well, whatever. On the internet. Uh, <laughs> If uh, if Harry Kane dives to win a penalty to win the boys uh, the World Cup, I'm sure that they could not care less. And I'll take you back to your 99 game career at the Bulldogs. I'm sure there was many times when you were uh, in the bottom of the pack. Well, actually, oh. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm sure there were some times where you squealed uh, when you got hit, you know, high or something. Oh, I'm out my neck up. Uh, I'm sure there was times where you staged for a free kick and um, I'd like you to uh, try and uh, answer that one, please. I think this this guy is just taking it to another level. He's holding up the game. It's not sportsmanship. It's cheating for me. He needs to be out of the game. I think what your accusations towards me is ridiculous. You're right. I was never at the bottom of the pack. I was sort of waiting for that cheap little uh, handball so I could take a few <laughs> running bounces down the wing. Um, just like last week, Funky. Correct. Just like last week. Um, Do you, you're saying you should be out of the game. He should be out of the game. Oh, that's that's ridiculous. no, that's ridiculous, Funky. No. Look, I, I'm uh, I'm with you, Funky. On in terms of AFL diving's no good. It it goes against um, what Australians are all built about about competing against each other to being the best. Um, it's a bad look, AFL. You're never going to get rid of it in soccer. Um, Neymar, I'll, I'll be there with you, Baz. Neymar, um, it's you. not a great look. Seeing him rolling around when the guy's just accidentally lent on his ankle, it's, uh, it's pretty ordinary. But uh, for AFL... Isn't that for the umpire? Isn't that for the, the ref, ref, mate? To, to, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. Sorry, the, the Brazilians are beyond me yeah. now. But um, isn't, it, isn't it for them to adjudicate, for the ref to adjudicate? And that's what I'm saying. Throw him out the game. How does he add to the game... It's just, he holds up the game. It, well, he probably kicks two goals and gets Brazil through. That's how he gets uh, the game. But. It's actually cheating. He's actually falsely accusing his opponents of doing something, which is, so let's put it on the other way, is a referee reacts, gives his opponent a red card, and then they're out of the game for something that he's falsely done. Yeah, well, you, you do uh, put a forward a fair argument there, but uh, you're never going to kick him out of the game. He's, he's like the uh, Rolls-Royce of, of football. And, um, yeah, I think it's just part of it. It's, in te- it's in built in the game. You know, it's, it's been there for a lot of years. And it, while it's not right, it is unfortunately part of the game. So it's going to be a brave uh, ref to kick him out for, for doing that, I'd say. Well, it's a shit for me. I'd like to hear what our listeners say. If they get onto Funky Basm Face through Twitter, they can let us know my pronunciation and whether it's a, a shit or shine for the roll or the dive. My next one, boys. Two teams to axe from the AFL effective immediately. St Kilda and the Gold Coast. And I'll tell you why. Uncompetitive. St Kilda won the last couple of games, I think. Uncompetitive. <laughs> um, in millions of dollars of debt, they've got no fans. They don't add any interest to the game. They add extra games that are boring. They spread the talent pool across the AFL, which makes the games worse. Get rid of the games. Too, too put, the ta- put the talent pool into a shorter number of games. The games are more attractive. We've got better players playing in the other teams. Uh, they've got no membership and following anyway. They've 
St Kilda have won one premiership in their 100-odd years. Gold Coast, there has never, ever been a successful elite team in the Gold Coast. For me, those two teams are the shit. I want them out, but I want to hear what you two say. Well, I, I disagree uh, incredibly with what you're saying because if, if we followed what you're saying, the Sydney Swans would not be around now. When Dr Edelston was flying up with his helicopter and with his uh, pink uh, flamingos that he had flying oh up around there, the Razzle the Taz, then uh, you you would have, in that era, shut them down when they, before Ron Barassi They had a short... So, and, look at, and look at the foothold uh, now that AFL holds in, in Sydney there. It is absolutely magnificent. If you're backward thinking like the NRL when, when the Adelaide Rams came about, <laughs> um, they, the NRL was backward thinking because they gave us a pasty with sauce to put the, the Rams together. They, they gave us absolutely no players. They gave us 35-year-old hacks and look at how we went. Whereas we're putting money in, we're growing the game, we are becoming the biggest sport in Australia or are the biggest sport in Australia and it's because of forward thinking that we're doing this. Not the Gold Coast, so not, not, not 10 teams in Victoria. You've just got to take a little bit of pain and Sydney had that pain and... and in 10, 20 years, we will reap the results of it. And they're very forward-thinking, the AFL, and I think they should be a How much for pain it. do you want St Kilda followers to face? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a real <laughs> bunch, aren't they? <laughs> uh, uh, it, uh, Troy, it, Troy well, Perrett, uh, our, our former captain, Troy Perrett, he, he's a loyal supporter, and I do feel for him because, uh, yeah, gee, they've had some tough times. Well, it's a very interesting uh, perspective, Baz. I'm uh, surprised you've gone that way and not just um, potted two clubs as easy as, as it, what I've... He's a new man with his podcast face. Yeah, pretty much. I, I've managed yeah. to pot two teams straight away. Um, so clearly, Gold Coast for me as well. The ability for any uh, code to succeed on the Gold Coast hasn't worked. You look at soccer, uh, rugby's probably going okay, so I'll take that away. Um, but the, the ability for them to succeed up there, it's just a changing uh, landscape in terms of their popularity and fan base. Um, so they're the number one for me. They've, what have they achieved wins in the last few years is embarrassing. Um, I then looked at, okay, clearly we've got too many teams in Victoria, so North Melbourne, but they've been competitive and they have a shin bonus spirit, so they're out. Western Bulldogs, but earlier in the year, relevant for me, I was wondering after that flag, they they, 18 months ago, face. Ag- agree, but they, are, they were playing <laughs> against Adelaide and against Port like they just did not exist anymore. But you've got to have a team out of the Western suburbs, don't you, Big uh, Funky? You've got to have a yeah. team out there. The team that I came up with, again, was St Kilda. I totally agree. What does St Kilda Football Club stand for? They agree, they've got a low, low uh, fan base, small crowds, and they play all around the nation just to try and get home games. And there's no the debt, like the Gold Coast. So all of the money that goes into the AFL, which could go to grassroots football, developing the game, goes yeah. into defunct organisations who shouldn't exist. Yeah, no continuity in there. Um, Fans are able to go and watch them uh, week in, week out. So uh, they would be the two, two for me, Funky. Good work. Good work, Face. Um, Bazza, you yes, mentioned that you're going to uh, give us – you're a bit, bit dismayed about the players leaving the Crows and you're going to, this week, spend some time planning a team yes. of ex-Crows players and the best yes. team. What have you got in Bazza's well, bake? 
Well, Baz, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering, Baz, have you included Rory Sloan in that list? Uh, well, I've got a hundred dollars with a friend of mine that he's not leaving, <laughs> so uh, that hundred dollars is looking very yeah, responsibly. Uh, but if we lose him, then maybe we get uh, one of those guns. Tankin for Rankin. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, how good is he? Anyway, back to this team because every time a player leaves, a little piece of my heart gets destroyed uh, because we worship these guys. Uh, poor old Charlie Harris, my son, had uh, Kurt Tippett's nut, uh, number on his back. <laughs> and then uh, he leaves, so we get Dangerfield on his back. He leaves, and then so down, there's no numbers because we can't be having. Uh, People leave um, after numbers on his back. So, anyway, from the forward line, these this is the team that has left the Crows and played for another club. Uh, some obviously we uh, didn't want to leave. Some we were pretty happy they left. But these are the players. All right. So forward line, we go. Matty Wright uh, had a very good career at Carlton. Uh, was a critical player for the Crows, but Eddie Betts sort of took his spot, so he left after it's that. It's going to be a long session. It I is. Think. Yeah, long, a long eighteen. <laughs> Jack Gunston. Jack Gunston, uh, obviously, that, that uh, tore our heart out when he left and he's won uh, probably three premierships with Hawthorne. Uh, Charlie Cameron in the other forward pocket. In the half-forward line, we've got Chad Rintoul. Uh, <laughs> won a premiership with the Crows and then went to West Coast. Uh, next, we have uh, Tippett, uh, Kurt Tippett, who um, left and then went to Sydney and then obviously uh, just dived. Uh, you know, He didn't do very well at Sydney, which uh, made us... Yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, next one is uh, Nita, who uh, went to Richmond, uh, played a good season. Uh, I forget his first name. Chris, Chris Knight. Chris Knight. <laughs> yes. Yeah, did his knee and then never saw it again. But he had one good year for us. Uh, on the on the wing is Kane Johnson. Uh, Ooh, one of the yes. first ones. Chunky. Enjoyed him. Went to, went to uh, Richmond and never really took off there after leaving the Crows. One of uh, a couple of flags with us. In the middle uh, is Dangerfield. Uh, and the, that's enough said there. Marty Matten had a great mm. career at Sydney. Yeah. On the other wing, had a great career at Sydney and won a flag with them as well. Uh, on the half-back line, Sean Wellman, which uh, we got Darren Jarman for, but he was a very good player for Essendon, won their flag in 2000 with them. Um, Centre-half back is Nathan Bock. <laughs> had some trouble on the Gold, Gold Coast and some uh, other issues, uh, which uh, probably in the court, so uh, I can't probably comment <laughs> on that. Uh, and on the other half-back line is he actually, this guy got described last night on the front bar as one of the most open-mouthed players, and I thought that's a great call, Jake Lever. Uh, always plays with his mouth open. Which, <laughs> that's uh, good. Yeah, quite yeah. Maybe, he's got a block, yeah. maybe he's got a block nose, Baz. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, and then we go down and we've got uh, uh, oh, Carriage is in the back pocket. A uh, little nuggety Carriage, Bryzy Harris. Yeah, he loves so him, love yeah. Uh, plays for Carlton and just sort of hanging in there while the kids uh, get up to speed. Fullback as a very good-looking man, um, Davis. I forget his Phil. name. <laughs> Phil. Filthy Phil. See, <laughs> 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 once they leave the Crows, then the, the love just the love. He's only a captain of an AFL side, but yeah, don't worry about his first name. Good, good-looking rooster, isn't he? Uh, and then in the other back pocket is uh, Henderson, and I forget his first name. <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> 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 I love your research that you've done on these former players of the Crows. It's outstanding. He has researched them. Like the fact that he's come up with this name is outstanding. The fact he hasn't gone to the detail to find out their Christian name is outstanding. <laughs> amazing. So, okay. So, in the ruck, oh, yes, keep uh, going. In the ruck, uh, Ivan Marich. 
uh, and Ivan is his first name. Ivan. Um, is Ivan. Ivan or uh, Bernard Vince yeah. is the first follower. And then uh, Lyons, Jared Lyons <laughs> uh, is the other follower. Now, on the bench, I have Andrew Eccles went to uh, Carlton. Uh, Hayden Skipworth played Skippy. at Essendon. Uh, Harrison Wig has had an unfortunate year on the Gold Coast. And Sean McKernan, I mean, Ooh. back from the dead, he's kicking a few goals, <laughs> giving high fives, giving the big guns to the crowd, the cobras to the crowd. And the emergencies, I've got Martin McKinnon went to Geelong, Nick Pesh played for oh. Melbourne, and Aidan Riley, a sort of different sort of head, he went to Melbourne as well. Um, and the people that couldn't make it, the team, they couldn't make the emergencies, Lawrence Angwin, John Meeson, <laughs> and Fergus Watts. Cool. And they're... Boys is my team of former well, players. Oh, well done. Yeah. Is there a coach that uh, – would a coach be Neil Craig? Neil Craig, he's, he's been around. Yep, Neil Craig. Or oh, Gary Ayres. Did Gary Ayres do something uh, for us? Port no. Melbourne, he won a couple of flags. But clearly, yeah. everyone that comes to Adelaide after they're done with us, their career is pretty well done. So. Well done. Well done, Baz. That was great. Well, Funky, I've actually, I've, I've really enjoyed that, Baz, I must admit, but I have not noticed some considerable absentees from your lineup, uh, Baz, yes. if I can just read them out. You mentioned him earlier, Tony Modra, obviously went from Adelaide yeah. to Freeman, or I thought he might have made the uh, full forward line. Yeah, no, fair call, but uh, yeah, no, fair call. Uh, <laughs> J- Jason McCartney, clearly we tried him as a centre-half forward for all of his uh, 30 or 40 games, and then he went to uh, uh, North Melbourne and came a centre-half back that we were screaming out for for that whole time, so clearly uh, not, not looking ahead. Anthony Ingerson, that was actually an interesting player, couldn't, couldn't kick straight, put him down a centre-half back at Melbourne, and again, he became a gun, so that could have short up our back lines. He was a um, very harsh critic of Funky's pre-season at the Central District. <laughs> he, uh, he went to Melbourne. Um, his pre-season consisted of nothing over 200 metres um, and uh, I took all the boys for a run down the Holdens, which was a return run for 8Ks. <laughs> yeah, but he, he would have had a, he would have gone, hey, hey, mate, that's not good, isn't it? He said very high pitch. Uh, Baz, one last one. Uh, the great big uh, Sean Wren. I thought he might have made year 21, um, but yeah. maybe maybe an emergency because uh, he didn't really do too much at Hawthorne. But very right. good list. Yeah. Very good list. Thank Impressed. You. Thank you, boys. But, um, uh, did you have something else, Baz, for your, for your bake? Oh, I've got a couple of bakes, boys. Um, I've got a couple of bakes. Now, I'll, I'll move along with them, and I've got two bakes. The first one I'd like to bake is a, is a man by the name of Daniel Kickett. Uh, plays for the Aussie Boomers, uh, plays for the Sydney Kings. And I, I hold him responsible for that whole melee uh, that happened the other Disgraceful. day. Disgraceful. And while I might say that Malaysian players, you hang your head in shame. They are, they are gutless. They are cowardly. They are uh, abhorrent. Every Aussie male would just be just – they are despicable in our yeah. eyes. The way that they took those gutless punches – um, and they hopefully are forever embarrassed, but I don't think they are, which just says more about them. But I'll get back to Daniel Kickett. If Chris Golding was seriously hurt or even worse, um, well, then I think Daniel Kickett's got blood in his hands because his reaction to our, one of our players, um, Chris Golding, getting harshly fouled was ridiculous. That He come in with that elbow, that is just not seen in our game, and he's the man that kicked it off. Yes, 
the Malaysian players' actions after afterwards were absolutely ridiculous. But he started that. If you look at the video again, I think he should get a very harsh penalty for what yep. he did. Um, in line with that, that that was that was yeah. very hard to watch, wasn't it? And uh, oh. Funky, I'm not massive on geography, but um, Philippines and Malaysia, how does that work? <laughs> Thanks for the question without notice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next week we'll clarify yes. that. But yes. uh, it was the Philippines basketball side, uh, Baz. Just let you oh, know. Was it? Yeah. Uh, well, apologies to every Malaysian person out there. <laughs> you guys are good blokes. You're not gutless. Um, now, my next bake uh, be a quick one. Boys, I ask you, when Tony Lockett came back at the age of 35, when he made his comeback, how did that go? Uh, not great. When Michael Jordan signed for the Washington Wizard, uh, how, how did he go? Not good. Funky? Yeah. <laughs> no good. All right. Now, John Farnham has announced oh. a comeback tour, right? <laughs> this is absolutely Again. disgraceful. Okay. I am, I am just so annoyed at this. John, you're done. Okay. There's only so many times we can sway along to you're the voice or pressure down or Sadie the bloody Clean lady. lady. All your fans, John, are in retirement homes. And I hope they've got good wheelchair access to these venues because they're going to need them. John, give it up. Is he, like, uh, forming at the main venues in East Australia or is he going out to the Port Pirries and the uh, Port Lincolns? Oh, John, please, mate, please. Uh, I mean... Just give it up, John. Funky, it's, uh, I believe, I saw it today, actually. Uh, one <laughs> Paul, who uh, I work with, um, he's probably of the older generation that you're talking about, Baz. Uh, he said, oh, day on the green, John Farnham's coming out. And I thought, yep, there's another out of retirement uh, concert for him to line his pockets with. So, agree. Down at McLaren Vale, Bix. John's listening. Oh, give it up, John. Give it up. Good work on your ba- on your uh, Baz's bait this week, Baz. Good work. You come up with three items. Face tweet of the week. You normally got some gold, and you're going to tweet some uh, bit of Neymar's classics this week. What do you got? Well, uh, Neymar. Yep, uh, got some contenders, and we'll start at the World Cup. Actually, one that you'll love, Funky. It was uh, from the EPL Bible at EPL Bible. Um, it was about the Russian soccer team. They lost three two to a 90th minute winner against Belgium. They cleaned the dressing room, left the floor spotless, and left a thank you note in Russian. And uh, that got a lot of love from everyone. Touch a touch a class. Uh, sorry, they uh, t- uh, from Japan. That was the Japan side. <laughs> oh, my God. So I don't know who that was actually. Let's uh, let's just go to the next one. There was a uh, look. It was the love how these things have come up. And everyone's now thinking about it since they've heard it on Funky Baz and Face. Agreed. Data age We've yeah. actually seen it from the fans at the World Cup, and we're also seeing it here as well. Uh, it's great, the funky baz and face. We've got it first on the radar about respecting the change rooms and making sure things are everyone's looking after the environment yeah. and looking after the people who help out. It's Jeez, he's, he's the wows is back on his bandwagon again, Baz. <laughs> trending. He is, he is, but I did like that, yeah. actually. Um, like a second one, obviously, um, it's been uh, a, another year marked uh, Phil Walsh's passing um, during the week, and there was a fantastic – it's not really a tweet, but it was a great article from uh, the Two Crows podcast. They're probably um, uh, in um, competition to to our um, burgeoning podcast, but it was um, westlakesjournal.com, and it was about remembering Phil Walsh, and there was just some fantastic – quotes in there about the Adelaide Footy Club and maturing as a club when he came on board and, and uh, instilled a standard into us. So 
if you get a chance, um, have a look at that uh, from the two at Two Crows podcast. It's a it's a real real good um, story. Um, back in we, we will never know, face. We will nah, never, never know. know. Now we will never know if we would have another flag if Phil Walsh. Yeah, I agree. But it, I can't. I can't stop thinking. Or no, I can stop thinking. But I, it did pass my what mind yeah. when uh, his anniversary came up. Would we be uh, three-time premiers if he was still uh, coach? Uh, transfer to local footy. One from ABC Grandstand. David Kosh was on ABC Grandstand, and he said Port Adelaide Football Club is the only non-Victorian club to have actually risen from community football ranks to the elite level in 2020 will be 150 years old to a former 10 news presenter, George Danikian, who had a quite a interesting um, uh, uh, language. He would say on 10 news, especially Kosovo. He uh, actually wrote back <laughs> fake news, David. It is a franchise called the power, not the magpies from the SNFL. PAFC tried to enter the national competi- competition but didn't make it. Oh, that was fantastic from old George. So that was good. Um, that. Well, actually, um, I reckon Fremantle have also come from local footy club roots as well. I agree. Totally agree. Yeah. So. Yeah, but they joined uh, South Fremantle and someone else was Fremantle. There's still a, a combination of two teams. We should probably sort this out before the podcast started. But um, that was, I, I thought that was very sharp from George. Yeah. But, he copped a pasting from the Port Faithful, but uh, it's absolutely true. Um, another one, another from local footy says, uh, from at Zenzu Bean, Reese says, Rankin wears number 14, and our current 14 is out of contract to the end of the year. Hashtag mate 14 great again. Couldn't agree with him more with the current form. Um, then we go on to the Boomers. Uh, this is the last contender before the winner, but... The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air said, this Boomer incident tells us one thing. Thon Maker has not taken karate lessons because he could not land a kick in that uh, little stoush that happened in the, there. Uh, but the winner for me, uh, former AFL player, actually, Xavier Ellis, he's quite, uh, quite sharp on Twitter. He said, uh, as a result of last night's cowardly brawl between the Philippines and the Boomers, I've halted all trades between myself and the Philippines, including my favourite takeaway for six weeks. Hashtag, I stand with Thon. So that's my winner for this week, boys. <laughs> very, very good. Well done. Uh, Baz, much better performance this week. Much sharper. Uh, yeah. quite so you, we will invite you back for next week. It was good. You'll be, uh, you'll be It's quite likely we'll unearth our local and uh, high-performing legends. Looks like the criteria has been addressed too. So thanks for the chance, <laughs> boys. Uh, looking forward to seeing who we attract this week and uh, chat again next week. Thanks, boys. Can I just give a, a shout out to our um, a new uh, a new listener, Tommy Moore, who uh, listens to us on the train, and um, yeah, he is uh, very happy with our with our going. Very, on. very so, good. Uh, shout out to Tommy. We Moore. have responded to feedback too, haven't we? Like we uh, we take our listeners' advice. We we well connected with our listeners. We take their advice and we uh, we change things around to meet their needs. So uh, any advice you've got, what's our Twitter handle, folks? At Funky Bass Faz, uh, Face on Twitter. It's, uh, it's getting to the end of the podcast, isn't it? Um, yeah, so we're, I think, we, I think we'll uh, start to progress into Facebook and get some uh, automatic feedback there, boys. We might make some T-shirts or something. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, boys. Great chat. See ya. Yeah.